Welcome to another episode of The Inquisitive Analyst. I'm your host, Marcus Udikang, and as you know, it's the show where we chat with business analysts and project managers about their challenges and triumphs, ideas, and their contribution to their field. It's inspiring, it's upbeat, and it's inquisitive. My guest today is a digital innovation manager with Greenpeace. He has an interest in architecting cloud strategy and service architecture for organizations, particularly in the area of data science. Please well, help me welcome to today's show, Torbjorn Zetterlund. Welcome, Torbjorn. Thank you. Thank I'm you. glad to be here. Oh, I'm, we're glad to have you all the way from Holland. It's, it's a long ways away. There's <laughs> so, a few time zones. <laughs> <laughs> just a few. So, uh, Torbjorn, in your career, you know, you've, you've, led, you've held many roles. You know, you've been a director of IT. You've been a VP for, for tech company. You've, you've been a publisher for digital content. And, and you've managed many other uh, types of projects. So currently, um, you develop innovative technology ideas for Greenpeace. How, how did you start in IT, first of all, and, and how, how did you develop your career to where it is today? Yeah, I, I actually got started a long time ago in the, actually in 1980. I um, were about 22 years old or something. <laughs> and uh, I took a course, a one year college course, uh, in programming, yeah. uh, got the job immediately after with a consulting company. And uh, my client, uh, the whole time I worked for this uh, company uh, was Philips Telecommunications, so a Dutch company. Um, and we were uh, building solution, uh, hardware, software for the banking industry and the retail industry at the time. And uh, so I wasn't lured in or anything, it was just a coincidence I got into software development. Uh, I picked the right course in college. <laughs> and um, I didn't really have or had any big plans of what I wanted to do or develop my career. It just came by itself. Uh, after a few years uh, with Philips, I joined them. Uh, I then moved to work with them in uh, Dubai, in the United Arab Emirates. And we were automating, uh, or at the time I was more focused on self-service banking, so bank machines. And we rolled out bank machines to clients um, in the Middle East. And um, then after a few years in Dubai, I moved to uh, Toronto, Canada, and I joined the company called Oasis Technology uh, as uh, head of projects or director of project management. And uh, we were, uh, that software company, uh, Oasis, uh, also provided a software solution for uh, banks. Uh, actually, we connected with our competitors, the whole world, so you can use your debit and credit card anywhere today. Uh, that was what the software was doing. And within the company, I grew, uh, because I was always curious. So I, I said, oh, we don't have this function. Let me try that and see how it goes. So uh, that's how I uh, moved on and became uh, VP of product uh, marketing. 
uh, which I really liked actually, because uh, it was a, a, a job where you had to come up with innovative way to using technology. Uh, the technology we had at the time. So, you know, internet banking came after that and we were working with clients to figure out how to use that. So I don't have a kind of a traditional uh, way of mapping out my career or what my goals are every five years or so. Uh, it just came along. Well, that's part of it, probably a bit of luck, a bit of hard work. Ah, uh, luck mostly. Huh? Yeah. You'll be in the right place at the right time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, cool. And uh, uh, and for the last ten years, I've been with uh, Greenpeace International. Uh, and Greenpeace International is uh, based uh, in Amsterdam, the Netherlands. Uh, I started with them as an application manager, uh, and when the cloud started to evolve, uh, I evolved with the cloud and. Uh, we do a lot of work, uh, IT-related work in the cloud now. We do not have our own data center anymore. Um, and I'm looking as a digital innovation manager, looking at ways how we can use technology or technology that hasn't really, um, doesn't exist yet mm. uh, in our campaigning uh, activities. Uh, mm. And a lot of that is uh, data related because uh, whatever you do, any, any computer system, uh, as soon as you press a keyboard, you collect data. Mm -hmm. So yeah. a lot of, is to, uh, what I like to say, trying to figure out what data we need to collect and how to use it in a, a, that can drive us forward uh, in our decision-making, but also uh, in our campaigns, uh, helping the people to do uh, innovative things in, in those areas. So what's a, a bit of a, if you summarize a bit of your role as a dig digital innovation manager, that's what the company does that you summarized. But how about your role as, as a digital innovation manager? What, um, what does that encompass? I'm, uh, I'm very, uh, I, I kind of gone back to my past in the sense when I started out in IT, I, I was uh, a programmer. Uh, we, we didn't call them programmer in those days, we call it system analyst. And I gone back, so I'm very hands-on. So I have done things like building uh, an IoT device uh, to collect um, data, uh, uh, environmental data of, for pollution, temperature, uh, humidity with, with simple small tools. I connected it to cloud to, to collect all the data there and uh, then doing reporting on that to see. Uh, and those are just uh, uh, kind of showing what we could do. Mm, it, I'm okay. not saying necessarily we are using it today, mm. but these are the kind of thing I'm doing. Right? And with the cloud, uh, it's, it's very much working with uh, uh, APIs, uh, connecting different services together by pulling data from one end to the other end, uh, adding data into to, uh, a data warehouse and then do some uh, nice reporting on it. That's cool. 
So you've, you've, in your career, you've worked on multiple, just multiple projects. And having worked with, with project managers, what are a few areas that stand out to you as being sort of crucial for project success? It's, uh, I mean, it's planning to me to plan the project properly, have the right stakeholders, uh, depending on what your project, you know, uh, as you are aware, there's a lot of uh, small project internally that doesn't need to have, uh, uh, you know, key stakeholders in it, but you can do uh, uh, a big project for a, a client, then you have to really get the requirements down, uh, plan it out, having the stakeholders sign off on, on what you are going to do. Uh, change management, I find is one of the key uh, parts uh, for a project manager, for instance, uh, to handle any changes because that's where it often breaks when new requirement comes in and people wants to push that into to a, 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 a solution or, or a product or, or into the project itself before delivery. I mean, there, there, there's so many different variation of projects, right? Yeah, uh, true. So it's hard to pinpoint specific, but planning, uh, change management, I find, and have the right requirements when you start something. Now product management, uh, management have changed a little bit. I mean, the industry have changed to cloud, right? Yeah. And the way to deliver project now, so it's a little different. Uh, people are using agile. Yeah. You don't really have a project manager in the agile process. You have a, a stakeholder or a product manager. And I find project manager uh, are very suitable to become product manager and manage yeah. that aspects of things yeah that's true or even scrum masters true so how can how can project managers be a bit more effective and a bit more efficient do you think it's all down to personality actually <laughs> in my in my view uh sometimes you can get great project manager you know that just are the person that in detail plans everything and don't uh, you know, uh, be sloppy is sort of one thing I can yeah. use that because you have you you have these project managers sometimes that I've been working with uh, that uh, basically don't understand everything and they sort of doesn't ask the right question mm -hmm. to understand uh, so the planning doesn't work that well sometimes. Uh, but you know, as I said, there are so many different types of project managers also. You have, you can have uh, internal project manager that works with the developer and planning the work for the developer. You could have project manager that are client focused and work with the clients. And then you have project manager who has a combination of that. Yeah, well, that's true, definitely. So you've worked, you've worked a lot with cloud strategy and services, right? How in the last few oh, years, yes. Oh, last few years, huh? How, how in 10 how, years. Oh, holy geez, that's a lot. So how, in your experience, how and where can project managers be best used to optimize those cloud strategies and services? 
I think uh, they, they'd be excellent in uh, product management, uh, like product manager and manage the process of, uh, of the product development. Uh, you know, I mentioned Agile before, it's hard for me to see a role for a project manager in an Agile process, right? But uh, it depends on the size of the projects also, mm -hmm. because you can have many Agile teams also, right? So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you may have a, a very senior project manager that uh, manage or not manage, but works with a product manager of delivering different parts of a, a, a deliver, right. deliverable, right? right. Uh, so either, you know, so, so there are roles for them to do. Uh, you know, they can also uh, be part of what project managers often do is negotiate the deliverables mm -hmm. and cost and timeline with clients, right? So that's, they can, uh, uh, they do that pretty well, right? Depending on the project manager, right? But uh, it's all down to the project manager itself, right? Uh, the skill sets in them and so on. So how's, just out of curiosity, has Greenpeace gone mostly agile now with cloud or are they still doing a bit of a hybrid? Uh, we, we have pro project managers. Uh, they uh, are more like, product manager, we do have agile teams. So uh, our support team is agile. Uh, our ops team is agile. So they work in cycles uh, of one or two weeks. So the work is planned. Uh, it's a combination. What are, what are some of the ways that project managers can sort of improve the business delivery process, you think? What exactly do you mean with that? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> well, I guess if, if it's a large and in charge, then they can really get things done. But if it's an, an agile environment where you're more like a servant leader, maybe, maybe you don't have as much authority. Maybe that business delivery process is going to go a bit slower. I don't know. Um, and so yet there's ways that you have to go about to get things done more efficiently instead of the, using the traditional uh, ways. I mean, the idea with the Agile is that you do, a, you do a cycle and then you release something, right? So you're releasing product in, in a faster um, than you've done in the tra more uh, traditional waterfall kind of environment where you built up to something and then you do a release, right? right. Uh, in Agile is that say uh, in the more traditional, you have the one, uh, you, you may have many deliverables, but the release that you do includes say 10 features, right? Mm. In an agile kind of environment, you may do two features and then you release the product, right? Mm. And then you add uh, for each cycle that goes on and you involve the client in, if, if it's a client facing product to, uh, provide input and, you know, uh, you get more and more features. So I have uh, never really measured if it takes longer <laughs> or shorter. Uh, I, I feel like from the perspective that you use Agile and you're releasing a product, it, 
it may be shorter till you start using something, but you may not have all the features there initially. Yeah. And the question is, when you have all the fish, uh, features there, uh, would that has time frame? Is that the same as you would build everything and release it yeah. on one day? Uh, that I cannot really tell. I have never measured that, right? So. Yeah. Yeah, but the idea, the idea is supposed to try to improve it, the efficiency. But even if you yes, can't improve, yes. even if you can't improve it, at least you can go back and fix it again if you need to within a short time frame. Uh, yeah. So that, that's the idea. So, so the idea is more flexible that way. Yeah. You know, uh, if we the traditional way that we done in the, the in the past uh, changes. Bugs were often fixed very quickly, but features may take time sometimes, right? Yeah, well, that's true. So I'm, I'm curious, actually, too, because uh, you and I both are into cycling. And yeah. I'm just curious if you're cycling to work quite often uh, or if you've dropped your bicycle. If you no, no, it um, it's a cycling uh, environment here in Amsterdam. Okay. Uh, everyone cycle. And uh, yeah, I, I don't have my camera pointing outside, but uh, you will see cyclists passing by all the time. So question, I, uh, now the offices are closed, uh, so uh, we cannot go to work. Mm -hmm. So we all work from home. Mm -hmm. So my cycling has um, not been as much as it used to be. But when the office was open, I went there every day. I cycle, but I I only have three kilometers to work by bicycle uh, or walking. But I always took a twenty-five kilometer ride before I got to work. That's amazing. I think you know? I I think that's a recipe. That's certainly an agile recipe that I think most project managers or even uh, digital innovation managers should take on. I think it's great. All over the world, they should do this if they can. Yeah. If they can, yes. <laughs> they can. I mean, it's possible everywhere. Yeah. I mean, both you and me live in colder climates, right? We yeah. do have snow, but uh, you can you can cycle in those uh, conditions also. Yeah. You probably get more snow where you are than what we get here, but um, yeah. uh, you, it's, it's almost becoming year-round cycling here now in, uh, in the Netherlands. That's incredible. That's, that's great. So if anyone wants to get yeah, from, touch, from the environmental perspective, well, it's not great. Yeah, for, I was gonna say, <laughs> from whatever, yeah, for environmental. So if anyone wants to get in touch with you, Torbjorn, how can they do that? I do have a website. Uh, it's torbjornsetland.com. Okay. Or they can uh, reach me on my um, uh, personal email address, which is uh, uh, T-Z-E. T-T-E-R at thunderbeardesign.com. Thunderbear is my name in English. Oh, okay. Right. Kind of loosely um, translated. Oh, because Tor, Torbjorn is two names put together, right? Tor and Bjorn. And yeah. Tor is the, the thunder god, right? Okay. And Bjorn oh, yeah. means... Yeah. Bjorn means uh, uh, bear. I didn't know that. Yeah, I just know I know a famous Swede, Swede tennis player, Bjorn Borg. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so his name in English would be Bear Castle. Oh my heavens! <laughs> that's, a, 
That's no one called him that, right? Yeah, yeah, no call. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, this has been amazing, uh, Torbjorn. Thanks very much for your time. And All right. uh, yeah, it's been a great conversation about, about the cloud and cloud strategies and services. Yeah. So it's fantastic. All right.